Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Gloria and Kelly Copeland remind you that your Heavenly Father is all-knowing. Don't hide from God, but come to Him expecting to be changed and made whole. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Kelly's back with us today, and she's got some more good stuff for us. You're going to like it. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you, Mama. I enjoyed yesterday. We got to hear good. a little insight in your story. So I bet everybody loved that. And we told my story. And so today we're going to uh, talk about Mary and Martha's story. Okay. In the Bible. But I had this psalm I wanted to read. We're talking about, if you're just joining us, please catch up with us. Last week um, we talked about knowing Jesus in his word. He is the word. The word is Jesus. Knowing him like that, not just reading the Bible, but reading the Bible to know Jesus opens the entire thing up. It's like you see him at a deeper degree when you have that in your heart to just know him. And this week we're talking about knowing him in worship, going deeper into Jesus, letting him deeper into you. He said, if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. So when we go deeper, we let him in deeper and he just will turn your life upside down, but you'll like it. You know, we all need oh, our yeah. lives turned upside down. If you haven't been upside down by Jesus, it actually is maybe not. It, maybe it's, it's not, upside down and we're getting it turned right side up. That's what I was going to say. Up. We just think we're okay. He turns <laughs> us right side up, but we've really been upside down. But it feels that way a little bit when you're hearing stuff that's corrective and he's yeah, showing you things, you're right. like, what are you doing, Jesus? You're shaking me up. Well, it's in your story. Yesterday, the Lord told you to worship in front of everybody and to rejoice in front of everybody. Yes. And you're like, who, me? In front of everybody? <laughs> oh, no. But it changed your whole life. It changed your it preaching. I, you know, the if you compare what when you started and you would like just stand right at the podium and, and read your notes and read the Bible, and it was all good. It was like nugget after nugget after nugget. It was strong, but that made a shift in you. Mom, you are so funny now. <laughs> you are. I love it. You're just so free up there. You're mm. free because you've always been funny, but you would reserve that for, you know, behind the scenes. But now that's, you're just free. That's funny, Kelly. And you share the word with people and you tell Praise your stories God. and you, you don't even mind telling people where you missed it or what's going on in your life or... I just love to hear you preach. Thank and you, my you just, dear. You just, that all of a sudden, you're mother. sitting there enjoying hearing you preach, and then you just say something that, you know, is a zinger. I call them zingers. <laughs> I forget, Pastor George calls them Gloriaisms or something. Anyway, yeah. zinger. I call them zingers. Bullets, zingers, bullets, nuggets. You, you all know what I'm talking about if you've watched her very long. But um, he just gets in your life and he just fixes what needs he to be does. fixed. You said in your book, you read yesterday, that at the, in, at the other side of an act of obedience, something like this, the other side of an act of obedience is always good result. It's always abundance. It's always something that you needed, you didn't know you need. Yeah. Well, that's, it. you could say it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing. Like, yes, that's what's at the act of obedience, but the reason he told you to do the act that you obeyed is because that's where he wanted you, is to be free, yeah, is right. to be set free of stuff that you didn't even know you needed to be set free of. You know how so, Swiss cheese has holes in it? Yes, ma'am. 
I, oh, where I think, are you going with this? I, I thank the Lord. <laughs> I thank the Lord. Uh, we're like Swiss cheese. We're in the natural realm. You know, before we get hold of the Word or the Word gets hold of us, we got holes here. Yeah. And He, he fills up those he holes with truth and the Word and straightens out our thinking and gets rid of... We, if we listen to Him, He'll get rid of the quirks. Well, let me tell you something else. <laughs> This is what I think about Swiss cheese. I think Swiss cheese stinks. I do. I can't well, stand it. Well, it's got it. holes but, in it. There's no question about it. I think it's appropriate to say that he can get rid of the stink too. And with all that stuff, we got all that stuff on the inside, carrying stuff in those oh, holes. Oh, yeah. That, Since you were a child, my Jesus goodness. washes that out and replaces it with himself. And then we don't stink anymore. Our lives don't stink. To other people even, the stuff that Jesus gets rid of usually makes us better to live with for oh, everybody sure. else. Yeah. Well, really, the other day, last week, we talked about how, and we did a whole series on this, actually, um, a few months ago, how when you come in oneness with Jesus, the result is the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, that's It right. just comes out when you come into oneness with Him. So this is a huge part of it is yeah. worship, putting your life in His hands to correct, fill up the holes, get rid of the junk. Which and would we, be you we just, don't have holes and we don't stink. You're just a whole lot more lovely. Yes. If with love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, <laughs> kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are filling. That's filling up the holes with the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> Get rid of the fruit blockers. And, yeah. Yeah. And the, and not that make to, us difficult. We can be difficult for people. Not to, to mention, to. we're all we're right. better off when we're like so that. So much better. So, but but many times, our lives, like we said yesterday, you don't know the stuff. Psalm nineteen twelve says, "How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart?" Well, you can't. But He knows them, so He will cleanse you of them, and then you get free, and and your life changes. Well, sometimes. Amen. Many times those things drive us in a place that leads us into a hurting place, situation either with relationships or inside ourselves. People can have depression come up from the stuff that's inside them and they think it's just mental, but it's in your soul. It's stuff that just needs to be removed. Yeah. Even to be You don't need from. it. And when you become a worshiper, that those places get taken care of. But there's a scripture that I found. I'm, we're reading out of the Passion Translation for this because I thought this described all of that so perfectly, so well. This is Psalm 5. I like the Passion Translation. If you don't, um, I think, I believe uh, he just came out with, you can go to Passion Translation. I think it's .com, but they just came out with a, a whole Bible. Right now they come in little books, like, mm. you know, lots of little books. Yeah. And I love reading them, but these coming out with a whole, like in one Bible. So I would suggest you get that. But song, uh, this is Psalm 5. It says, listen to my passionate prayer. Can't you hear my groaning? Don't you hear how I'm crying out to you? My King and my God, consider my every word, for I am calling out to you. You know, the wonderful thing is to know Jesus always hears us. Yes, it and is. And He takes our request, the Father, so the Father always hears us. And he's, Jesus is so faithful, the Word says. At each and every sunrise, you will hear my voice. I like that. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. As I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you, listen to this, Mom. Every morning, 
I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar. Isn't that good? Sometimes that means just everything I do. Like, okay, my job, my my place as a as a husband or a wife, my place as a mom, my place as an employee, my place as a minister, my place as a daughter, my all of the pieces of our life, a friend. You lay those out on the altar, but sometimes it just feels like your life is literally in pieces. And I think there have been things, hard things that happened to me over the years, but I never really stopped until a few years ago I was going through a hard place. And instead of just, instead of just pressing through, which it's awesome to be able to press through. Can I just say, it's amazing to be able to just say, Lord, Everybody else is everybody else. I'm going to serve you. That's right. And he took me at that place. That's where I was prior times, you know, even in hard places where, you know, one of your kids, something's going on in their life or they're sick or maybe you have something in your body or, you know, somebody does something that hurts you just to be able to just press on with God. That's, that's a victory in itself. But this, this last thing that just, I went through I came to the place where I said, you know, Lord, just, and again, Psalm 1912, um, he cleansed me of some things that were hiding I didn't know about. But I just said, Lord, talk to me about me because I can't change everybody else. <laughs> There's a, That's that right. is That's the most truth. free. If, pe- if people spend as much time working on themselves to change yes. as they do other people to change, We'd get a whole lot more done, wouldn't we? Yes, and we're going to talk about Mary and Martha with that because Martha, you're going to see that that was Martha's big prayer. Martha's big prayer was not Jesus help me. This her big prayer was Jesus make Mary her. help me. Make her do something. And and I think you know the Bible That's talks true. about asking amiss. All of the prayers that we pray. I had a word from the Lord. It's a long one, and actually I'm going to read it on Friday. Okay. So please join me. It was a word. It wasn't just for me. It was for everybody, and it was such an unusual circumstance in the way. It's the first time I've ever had anything happen quite like happen, and I want to tell you about it on Friday. I'm going to read it to you. But in that word, he talked about the sin that's in you that drives you to ask amiss. Like sometimes we don't receive a perceived answer to our prayer we've asked amiss. But that doesn't just mean asking for something that's not of God. There is sin sometimes that drives us. Like the thing that Mary, I'm getting ahead of myself, but the thing that Martha asked from Jesus was a whole missed prayer. Number one, we're going to see today that it wasn't even what was really wrong. Jesus told her what was wrong and it wasn't that she was trying to cook supper by herself. Hmm. So that's asking amiss. Because she did not even address in the thing that's really wrong. Number two, we are thinking that Jesus doing something in somebody else is going to make our life okay. And anytime you can judge your prayers right now, put them in front of you, what you've been praying, you're not going to get, you're not, I mean, God can change somebody else, but the best place you have standing, you know, like legal standing, you have to have legal standing to bring a suit against somebody. So a legal standing of prayer, the best standing you have for God to change somebody else is if you ask him to change you because you're the one that really, God changes you, everything else will change. He will deliver you if he can change you. So um, laying out 
the hard places of your life, some, when your life falls apart, laying that out before the Lord and just saying, okay, Lord, this is, this is what it looks like. I'm not hiding this from you. Sometimes we like to hide from ourselves. And when we're hiding from ourselves, we tend to hide from Jesus, those things. Like, you know, there's times, and you, if you've been in church very long, or maybe it was just me, but I don't think so. Um, I'm not that unique. You be in church and an altar call come, and you think, well, I can't go down there for that. I need it, but, you know, everybody will think, whatever. You talked about being delivered from yourself and what people think about you. I heard somebody, Todd White, I think, said one of the biggest things Jesus came to deliver us from is ourselves, you know, because you can be free of you. And so when you have a hard place, just really being able to be honest about it with Jesus, like Dad said, just say, Jesus, would you please talk to me about whatever it is? And so you can lay out the pieces of your life and say, this just seems like it's fallen all to pieces. So there's many ways, depending on where you're at in your life. But every morning, whatever your pieces are, whatever they look like, good or bad, things are going great, things aren't going great, become a worshiper. Every morning I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. What does Praise that mean? God. Hebrews 12 talks about correction. He, he talks about, that's an interesting chapter because when he talks, he begins talking about, don't forget the encouraging word that I gave you and you're all ready for it. Hey, go Kelly. Hey, you can do it. You're awesome from the Lord. But he says, the very next thing he says is, don't forget my correction. That's the encouraging word. And you know, we all love the scripture that says, strengthen your weak needs oh, yeah. and lift, you know, get ready That's to run. But that scripture is after correction. That's, That's in Hebrews awesome 12. That's part of the word. It is. Correction is the most wonderful act of love. It puts you in a position to receive your answer. Yes. You're, you're, you've been corrected. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm ready now. <laughs> ready now. Ready to run. Ready yeah. to do what he's called you to do. It's just like the story you told yesterday and, and read in your book. And so when that Hebrews 12 talks about the fire. God himself is a fire. And he says, he's doing this shaking. Mm -hmm. It's like, turn, I said, we all said he wasn't turning us up down, upside down, but picture this mom, the cartoons where somebody gets turned upside down and shaken yeah. and all the pocket change and stuff falls out of their pocket. That's what God's doing. He can shake us upside down and get loins, rid of the uh, what stuff. What does it say? A fire from the loins up and, and fire from the loins down or something. He is the fire. He is a flaming fire. What's that fire for? Not to burn us up. No. You know, people talk about beauty from ashes. Those ashes are not the result of Satan's work. God, you can think I've been in a hard time and but the beauty comes when you let God in your life and in your hard time and burn up stuff that needed to be burnt up. Praise God. And he wants to shake us up to the point that's all that's left. Hebrews 12 says is an unshakable kingdom. Praise he God. is shaking us, getting rid of stuff that doesn't belong. And it says he's a fire. What's he doing? He's cleaning house. That's what Hebrews 12 right. is about. He's cleaning our house burning up the stuff that doesn't belong, 
That's why there's beauty from ashes. He'll burn up the hurts. He'll burn up the pain. He'll burn it all up and start you off with Praise only God. what remains of Him. Tell me so what book every you're morning in and where I am. And you, I am on Psalm 5, Mom, right here. But it doesn't look the same. Well, it's because mine has cartoons drawn in it and yours. I didn't do that. He just has a version that you can color. Oh. <laughs> you, oh. got the, you got the serious Oh, okay. I'll trade you if you want. But it says, every morning I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. I know that you, God, are never pleased with lawlessness and evil ones will never be invited as guests into your house. Boasters collapse, unable to survive your scrutiny. If we have any of that stuff in our life, he will burn it up. But also he will push that stuff out of our lives when it's in other people or other places, the un uh, unhealthy stuff. Um, you will make an end of all those who lie. How you hate the hypocrisy and despise all who love violence. But I know the way back. Can I just say to, does the Lord told me to say this, so I'm going to say it. If you're being abused in your life by anyone, the Lord will deliver you from that. In any situation of any kind, emotional, physical, uh, verbal, spiritual abuse, all of it is not okay with God. God hates hypocrisy and despises those that love violence. But I know the way back home, and I know you will welcome me into your house, for I am covered by your covenant of mercy and love. So I come to your sanctuary with deepest awe to bow and worship and adore you. Lord, lead me in the pathways of your pleasure, just like you promised me you would or else my enemies will conquer me. Satan has a place to conquer you if you don't get this stuff out of your life. Smooth out your road in front of me. I don't want anybody else's road, just the road the Lord has for me. Straight and level so that I will know where to walk. That's one thing about a straight and narrow path. There's not a lot of options. No, there's not. I love that about him. We got to start seeing these things as good things for us, not restrictive, yeah. but a blessing that he would give you a path to be so exact in your life that the blessing is always there. For you can't trust anything they say. Their hearts are nothing but deep pits of destruction, drawing people into their darkness with their speeches. You know, that you could look at this as Satan. Satan wants to draw people out of the light with his speeches in your head, but stop listening to him. Um, let me see. Verse 11, let them all be glad, those who turn aside to hide themselves in you. May they keep shouting for joy forever. Overshadow them in your presence as they sing and rejoice. That's what happens when you sing and rejoice. Then every lover of your name will burst forth with endless joy. Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them. Mm. And under your canopy of kindness, under your canopy of kindness and joy. That is, that is what worship does. You know, tomorrow, mom, I want to get into, I'm going to have to speed up, but I'm, I want to get into, um, uh, Mary and Martha. So, but I don't want to start that today. So I want to just, we'll read, uh, Psalm five. Okay. Oh, that was Psalm five. Psalm 89. I'm going to read that in the New Living. Psalm 89. 
This is what we're doing here this week. And then we'll pick up with sweet Mary and Martha. I'm not even a recap or anything. We're just going to pick it up right there tomorrow. But Psalm 89 says this, verse 14. Righteousness and judgment are the foundation of your throne. Praise Isn't that good? He's always right. And he always, justice, righteousness and justice. He's always right and he's always fair. And he always has love for us. Mm-hmm. Unfailing love and truth walk before you as attendants. Whew. Unfailing love and, and truth. truth walk before you. Happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship. I've been, God's calling you. God's calling you through me. He's calling you in your own heart. Some of you turn this on and, and it started resonating in you right away. We start talking about worship because God's already been calling you calling you to worship. Happy are those who are here, the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of your presence. You know, we've walked in the light of the word, but when we begin to be worshipers, mom, we begin to walk in the light of his word, but also in the light of his presence because his presence in our life brings joy His presence in our life brings change, Mm -hmm. brings correction, brings peace. They rejoice all day long in your wonderful reputation. I love that in your story yesterday, you had to forget about your reputation and put yourself in his reputation. I rejoice in his reputation because you start doing some different things and people look at you like, what's wrong with you? They exult in your righteousness. You are their glorious strength. I love this. It pleases you to make us strong. Praise God. Isn't that okay? Isn't that good? If you're sick today, if you're weak and your life is weak in any way, become a worshiper and answer that call to worship. It pleases him to make you strong. Yes, our protection comes from the Lord and he, the Holy One of Israel, has given us our King. Praise God. Isn't that good good, to have Jesus? He's our way to the Father. Good job. Good job. Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.